Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. On May 11, 2021, Dr. Rick Jellin gave a Brigham Young University devotional about the allegory of the olive tree. In this allegory, there is a master of an olive vineyard and his servant. They work to bring forth the best fruit, but the first olive tree begins to decay. After pruning and fertilizing yield minimal results, the master decides to graft in wild olive branches. He also takes the branches that responded to his care and plants them in other parts of the vineyard. The master and his servant find that almost all of the trees bear good fruit for a time, and they harvest the fruit and care for the trees. The third time they visit the orchard, they find that the trees have reverted to their wild forms, and all of the fruit is bad. When the master suggests burning the vineyard, the servant pleads with him to spare it a little longer. So they graft the original branches back into the original tree, fertilize, and prune with the help of additional servants. This tactic is effective, and the vineyard once again produces good fruit. The Lord of the vineyard explains that when bad fruit is produced again, he will gather all the good fruit and burn his vineyard with fire. Dr. Jellin is a crop geneticist, so he is uniquely positioned to understand the nuance of this allegory. He studies quinoa and oats, but he explained that in spite of their differences, quinoa, oats, and olive trees share two characteristics. First, they were domesticated from invasive weeds, and second, they tend to revert back to their ancestral weedy forms. Dr. Jellin explained that the grafting described in this allegory is a common practice in olive cultivation. Wild roots are well-adapted, vigorous, and resistant to pests and disease. However, they are so strong that shoots from the rootstock can choke out the upper grafts, or scions, if they are not pruned carefully. On the other hand, if the scions aren't pruned correctly, they can become too productive and heavy, lethally overexerting the roots. There is value in both the tame and the wild plants in this allegory, as they both have potential to bear fruit through the refining value of experience. This is because we are all children of God. In crop genetics, the tame plants are called elite, while the wild are called exotic. These terms helped me to remember the strengths and value of diversity. Dr. Jellin explained that there is risk in sacrificing diversity. In crop genetics, a particularly dangerous disease can wipe out an entire variety of plant and decimate production if there is too much homogeneity. However, genetically diverse crops are less likely to be decimated by a single disease. Similarly, in the Gospel of Jesus Christ, our diversity can strengthen us against various trials and challenges. 
The Apostle Paul explained that the Church of Christ is made up of many different members, as the body is made of different parts. As a member of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee in the College of Life Sciences, Dr. Jellin has read a great deal about diversity among people. What he has read indicates that organizations with diverse leadership structures consistently outperform more homogenous ones. Dr. Jellin then shared the words of Elder William K. Jackson from the October 2020 Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The culture of Christ comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is eternal and explains the why, what, and where of our existence. It is inclusive, not exclusive. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is hardly a Western society or an American cultural phenomenon. It is an international church, as it was always meant to be. New members from around the world bring richness, diversity, and excitement into our ever-growing family. In closing, Dr. Jellin called on us to welcome and nurture the expanding diversity of our multicultural American and international brothers and sisters in all of their ethnicities, cultures, languages, and life experiences. He then reminded us of the prayer of the Savior, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. Our diversity is important, but we must also seek unity in heart and mind. If you would like to read, watch, or listen to the remainder of Dr. Jellin's message, look up Quinoa and Olive Trees, Strengthening the Lord's Vineyard on speeches.byu.edu. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 